0: Yay!
1: Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Make Him Known. It's that time of the month again. That's weird. The, yeah, it does. It is the 1st of November. No, holy. I know. Okay, that seems weird. Yep. We are we are that right now That is super weird. We are right now recording this mid October. Um, and I just last night got home from one of the best vacations. I don't even know if I should call it a vacation. I mean, we went for a wedding, but we went to Manitoba. Um, we being Jonathan and myself and my in-laws, um, his sister and our brother-in-law and then his other sister and then his mom and dad. So anyways, Tammy and Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sharice and Emma and Liam. There's all the names. <laughs> shout out. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went to Manitoba. We were there from Friday till Tuesday. It was such a delightful uh, time. So I've, I haven't laughed so hard in like a really long oh, time. Yeah? It was like so That's refreshing. Awesome. Um, and I just wanted to give a little shout out because we're like, Make em Known is like pretty popular in Manitoba. <laughs> um, maybe not with everyone, but definitely with one family. <laughs> So thank you to Ruthie and Shiloh and Eliora for listening to our episode. Here's another little shout out for you guys. You guys are lovely and um, you are some of my favorite people. And I'm thankful that you are a part of this community with us. so So thank you for listening. Also, um, Ruthie says, I need to see a picture of Anna. Because you know when you just need to see a picture? Oh, so yeah, yeah. For someone's face, she doesn't have Instagram, so she's never seen a picture. So I was like, Oh, I can show you. And then she goes, That's not what I thought (laughs) she'd look like.
0: (laughs) I'm rarely what people (laughs) To be fair, your hair was green. So I was like, Well, why'd you show her a
1: picture of my hair when it was green? Well, I I eventually showed her like a normal picture.
0: Then did you show her a picture of Of the the pineapple? When my hair was like down in my butt?
1: No. Why would I do? I didn't even know, know you then. <laughs> I know.
0: Fun fact, I was doing a chapel a little while ago. And you know how you do three fun facts at the beginning? And hence why we do that as a part of our podcast now. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to do something like that, but I didn't want to straight up copy you. And so I like did my own little twist on it. And I played um, Two Truths and a Lie with them. Ooh. But about me. So it gives like fun facts, but like it's kind of interactive at the same time. Um, and one of the fun facts was that my hair was down in my butt. And everyone was like... That's a lie. Um, And so... I'm just fully we're 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 uh, we're fiddling around with uh, oh, with sound here. I'm just fully I was being hoping honest. that it would work. Go down to the next one. This oh this
1: yeah. yeah. Yep. That one that one. Up. Down. just no oh, that's, down. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect right there. Sorry, we were, we're just, just being e- full
0: full it's one of those episodes, guys, where <laughs> we just gonna be straight up with you. Not that we're not straight up other episodes, but my brain is at no capacity to understand what Becky is trying to like mouth to me while also trying to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i'm just going to tell you guys that we are fiddling around with sound here
1: anyways you did two truths yeah. and a lie yeah i did two truths and a lie and, and one of, of the truths was, was that your yeah, hair was Yeah but down they to were like butt. that's a lie they that's like funny. couldn't
0: believe that my hair was down to my butt so yeah yeah it was it was fun yeah. it was good that's well good. speaking of fun facts we thought that it would be fun to do facts about um halloween since yesterday last night was halloween for you guys that are listening well for those of you who listen the first day it comes out
1: yeah if not it was three months ago <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> there's someone right now that's like it was three months ago
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. there's
0: someone who's like yeah it was halloween last night but it's actually like 2024
1: yes yep it's
0: yep. gonna happen um, anyway, yes. Fun facts. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. Okay. I'm going to go first. Um, I've had some pretty interesting costumes over the years, um, because I come from a Dutch family, so we ain't buying nothing and, um, <laughs> I can make fun of the Dutch cause I am Dutch. Um, and so we would always like make our own costumes, which I loved. Like there was never any bitterness on my part um so a couple of fun ones I was a marshmallow one year and what my dad did is we just took a clear plastic garbage bag and cut holes for my legs and my arms in it and then like either tied it around my neck or tied it around my waist like where the original hole was to like close everything off but we first just stuffed it with white pillows and that was literally my
1: costume I might be a marshmallow this year there you go
0: and I remember like so distinctively being at my like elementary school Halloween party for the, like it was the day of Halloween or closest day to kind of thing. And we had like snacks and different things that people brought in and I got my like paper plate, filled it up with snacks, sat down, we were watching a movie in the chair, kind of like, schlumped like over like you know what i mean where your like butt isn't like right up against and it's just like half off and i just rested my plate on my stomach so to speak because i was this giant marshmallow and i was like (laughs) this is the coolest thing ever (laughs) so that's like a very vivid um moment in my mind for me for halloween and then the other one is that i was dorothy for one year and i went to school like in like the traditional costume with my like um sparkly ruby like flats or slippers or whatever you want to call them but then i was old enough that i was going trick-or-treating like by my or not by myself but with my friends not with my family and we would go like all night long kind of thing and i was like there's no way i can walk around for like three hours in these flats because remember um anna was a tomboy and so i didn't know what it was to wear flats and my feet were not used to it so we asked our neighbor if she had any like comfy red shoes and i wore red crocs for the <laughs> whole night and i thought it was the best thing ever that's amazing it was like so innovative it was yeah i just had to macgyver something to work and because <laughs> I, I will i always choose comfort over fashion every single time so yep that's me
1: that's a lot of fun yeah um i i have uh uh, my fun fact is that i have a blow-up t-rex costume like the ones that you see all over the interwebs um and i have never actually worn it what i mean i've worn it i've put it on But I've never, like, worn it to do anything. I don't know why. I just always forget that I have it. Give me this costume. (laughs) I'm not going to wear it to Kumon. Like, I can't wear it to work. No. I would, like, hit everything everywhere. As a
0: children's ministry coordinator, I'm like, I have 17 ways that I can use that costume, like, this month alone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I should use it. It's like yeah. a lot of fun. I also ordered um, a poop emoji costume because if you've ever met you me, you know that that's very appropriate.
0: Or if you've listened to whatever episode it was where all the facts were, fun were about fact. poop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered one that was like a smiling poop emoji, and mm-hmm. I was like so excited. Then it came in the mail, and it was like an angry poop emoji. <gasps> no. And I was like so upset. So I never actually wore that that's one either. So sad. Um, which made me kind of. Really really sad um you're like why would
0: poop be angry it shouldn't yeah it
1: shouldn't yeah so i have those both and i've never worn them but i'm like i'm not getting rid of these because these are like pure gold oh yeah they then will like, come in handy yeah so anyways i don't know but i have them like legit i will use them if you let me i will let you okay perfect yep Anyone who is
0: at Grace or who listens, who goes to Grace, like fully. like expect- Yeah, stay yeah. tuned. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Well,
0: in full honesty, as we were talking earlier about all of our sound stuff, Becky and I are both very tired right now. It's mm-hmm. one of those times where we got to record a podcast, but we're both very tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, I feel like, at least for me, like I'm good, like emotionally, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm just like, <gasps> so tired because you're coming off of vacation. I'm just getting ready for vacation. So I've been like, go, go, go to get ready for it. But we are trusting that, um, God can use us in our weakness and that he can make something out of nothing. I was just sharing that as a devotional this week. Um, when, um, he did a miracle through Elijah with the woman who only had a little bit of oil and flour left. Right. Um, and, it, and when I was reading that like this past week, I was like, man, God loves taking nothing and making it abundant. You know, like he yep. does that over and over again throughout scripture. So I was actually thinking about that too, that we have no idea how this podcast will impact people. So we're just hoping that, um, God will give us the words and that it'll be encouraging to you guys. Yep. So before we get into it, um, let's pray. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you for um this time and God, I thank you that uh you are a God who wants us to be honest and vulnerable with you, that you don't want us to put on a face. And say that we're full of energy and motivated and um, and feel like doing things even when we don't, God, but that you, you do take nothing and you make it into amazing, wonderful, abundant things to glorify yourself, God. And so um, just in full honesty, uh, Becky and I are tired right now, and God, I'm sure there are people listening right now that are tired, that it's just a busy time of year, uh, maybe work is busy, school is busy, whatever it is, God, um, that um, we are just weary right now, and I pray that you would meet us, every single one of us who is feeling that way right now, and that you would just fill us up your Holy Spirit and that you would just do amazing, miraculous things through us and that we would just boast in our weakness and to know that um, your grace is sufficient and that in our weakness, you are made strong and that if we could do everything, if we didn't need your help, if we didn't need to come to you and say that we were tired, then there would be no purpose in our relationship with you, God. So I thank you that you are strong, that you are never tired, um, that you always um, have everything that you need um, to, yeah, just glorify yourself and do your work will. And I pray that, um, that would just be done here today through this episode and that we would just, um, learn more about you, be challenged by your word and maybe think about things in a different way through this metaphor. So we just invite you into this space and this time just to be at the center of it all, God. And we just, um, yeah, give all of this to you in your name. I pray. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about shadows today mm-hmm. and this is something that I've like known in the back of my head for a while now and then I was reading in Hebrews um because I'm doing a Hebrews Bible study right I was now. Say Anna bingo. Yeah, Anna <laughs> bingo. Um and uh, yeah, I A verse stood out to me and then I was like oh and then there's other things I feel like it's been a while since we've done a metaphor that's like oh here's the metaphor but there's like different ways that it can apply to different areas um and such so um this shadow metaphor there's kind of three different things that um we wanted to talk about and um the first that I kind of forgot about in all honesty and still until we started like planning for this which I don't really think people talk about a whole lot like I don't think I've ever heard a sermon on this or I don't have a whole lot of knowledge about it, other than just what I've read in scripture, yeah. and that is um, like a shadow being referred to as like a place of um, safety. And it talks a lot in the Bible, specifically of like um, being in the shadow of God's wings, which is interesting. That almost uh, that makes me want to research it kind of more because I don't even think that I fully understand why it's saying that God has wings. Like that's an analogy all in itself that Mm -hmm. I don't think my, I don't really know like what that comparison is. Um, So there you go. That's a potential future episode right there. Stay tuned. Yeah, Yeah. stay tuned. Um, But yeah, it talks a lot about just like shadow or shade, which if you think about it, all shade is just a shadow of something, a tree, whatever it is, a house, a building. Um, And so it talks about this, um, in Hosea fourteen seven, it says those who live in his shadow will again raise grain and they will blossom like the vine his renown his renown <laughs> will be like the wine of Lebanon so it's like a very positive thing like they're going to thrive they're going to blossom like good things are going to happen um, when they live in his shadow and then psalm of course like talks about it a lot more specifically the shadow of his wings so psalm 17 8 says keep me as the apple of the eye hide me in the shadow of your wings um so again it's like a hiding place but i don't know about you it's like clearly like a good hiding place not like oh i'm i'm running in fear like being afraid but just like oh we're safe like in god you know like he I don't know like i I picture him like standing over top of us and just being this big like we were praying about earlier like this big strong mighty being and we're like so tiny but he's like i'll like i have you in my hands like i'll cover you with my wings like you're safe in um the shadow of me Mm -hmm. And, and even thinking about that a shadow like when you're in a shadow it means that whatever is casting that shadow is most likely like way bigger than you are because you can't really stand in someone else's shadow. Like figuratively you can, but not physically as much. Like you're not, yeah. it's not like you're like, Oh, it's hot outside. Let me come stand in your shadow to get out of like the heat of the yeah. sun. You, you stand yeah. in a tree's shadow. Like know? a big tree. So yeah. Not like a yeah. little twig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: The first thing I thought of when you were talking about that was like, babies because babies have like or you don't want them to have the sun right in their face right so you'll put the little um the whatever that thing is called (laughs) i'm sliding it over right now
0: (laughs) we're both doing the action with Uh, our hands in a car seat the yeah shade thing. thing does it have a name i don't know in a stroller too like the thing Yeah. Clearly we don't have children or
1: strollers. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that thing is called. Yeah. You pull it over so that it's not on their eyes. And that is a whole lot bigger than the child is. And I was also thinking if you don't have a stroller or if you don't have a car seat type thing, you would use yourself as a shade or as like someone who will cast a shadow for this baby. Also much bigger than the baby itself.
0: That's cool. Yeah. It's like God, our protector. Yeah. Yeah. From those things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think it's interesting because... I, I love how, how many different ways things can be read from the Bible, mm, mm-hmm. not in contradictory ways, but yes. in different lights. <laughs> in different That's circumstances. Kind of funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> because, like, we did uh, an episode years, uh, years ago. Years ago. <laughs> last years year, ago. <laughs> last year about light. Right. And I think, like, it's interesting because there's so many light and dark. Um, yeah uh Analogies, metaphors yeah. and i think like in this one the darkness like this shadow mm, is a place where you thing. want to be yeah and like in in this idea being not in the shadow is yeah. like a ah, yeah. kind of place getting scorched you know? yeah, yeah that's so true so i think it's interesting
0: yeah that it, it depends on the context of what it's talking about yeah. and the yeah true that's yeah. cool Yeah. Um, Psalm 36, 7 also says, how precious is your loving kindness, O God, and the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. So again, it's like, you know, when things aren't going well, like when you need to flee from whatever it is, like refuge, like that you turn to God. Like don't, don't try to do it on your own, like turn to him because he's he's there and that made me think you know I think a lot of people I've heard before that they say like oh god is just a crutch you Mm -hmm. know and I'm like yep like I, I can't do it on my like I suck like life sucks I'm tired like we were saying like He's a, he's a crutch in the sense that, like, he's someone that we rely on. Like, why is that a bad thing? He's yeah. not a crutch. And it's like, oh, it's just this thing to get me by until my leg is healed and then I'm on my own again. But, like, I've always heard that as, like, a negative thing. Like, the yeah. world or, you know, non-Christians sometimes are like, oh, you just use God as a crutch or, like, a way to explain away all your problems and everything It's like... No, like I'm, I'm using, I'm relying on him because he's perfect and mighty and strong and greater and bigger than I will ever be. Who doesn't want that, you know? But I think in like the independent world that we live in, it's like, I don't need the shadow. I can do it. I'm fine. Like, you know, like just people being stubborn and just wanting to make it on their own. Yeah. When it's like, why try to make it on your own when you could rely on someone else that's better and greater than you ever will be. Yep. Yeah.
1: We are all people in need of a in need of crutches or a wheelchair. Yeah. And there are people in this world who are just crawling.
0: Yeah. Blind to
1: that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of the first one that like the safety and the refuge of the, place um, of the shadow. Yeah, a place of comfort, exactly. Um and then the the second one is Um, one that I think we've talked about before in previous metaphors, um, but I love the verse in James, um, in the first chapter 17, it says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from the God, our father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. And that's something as an artist, shadows sometimes annoy me mm. because I'm constantly having to move because I need to get like good light and it's like a shadow is never in the same spot most of the time especially if you're outside and it's like oh like I just want really good light and for there to be no shadows but they're constantly shifting and changing and moving and that's annoying and so I love the analogy that God is not like a shadow like this is then again one of those things where a shadow is more than a negative thing and the positive thing is that That God is like, he's steady, he's steadfast, he's firm, um, he's never changing. You're not constantly wondering like, oh, is he going to be over here? Oh, is he going to be over here?
1: It's interesting that you said that because I read it in a slightly different way. Mm. I didn't think of it as saying he doesn't ever have a shadow and it's a negative thing. I almost still read it as if this shadow is still a positive thing. Right. It just never, never moves. Like that's, and like, Mm, if you're thinking you still need that place of comfort, you still need that, that place of refuge. You know, if you go to the shadow, it's going to be there. Yeah. It's not shifting. True. It's not like, yep. You know? The shadow of his wings
0: will always be in the same spot. Like we right. just have to come to him. That's how I thought. That's of cool. It. Yeah. Yeah. True.
1: And it's interesting because like that, if if that is how it's meant to be read, like don't uh, don't get me wrong, I could be wrong. Yeah. But this is like. I mean it's encouraging to me in this moment. Yes. So Lord, thank you. I yeah. don't know. Um but I just feel like that's that in and of itself is extremely mind-blowing like it just talks about his faithfulness and like his steadfastness and how he doesn't change like he's the same yesterday, today and forever, which is a truth that we can glean yeah. from scriptures. And so I just think it it would it's cool to think of like to see like a shadow literally so like you said so many shadows are shifting or changing or whatever but the lord's the shadow that he has is not no and like he is not going to change and it's not you're not going to wake up one day and it's going to be unpredictable yeah the lord will be predictable yeah every time yeah
0: true and we it's just us who run away from the shadow sometimes. Like we step outside of the shadow because I think, you know what I mean? Like
1: Like umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True.
0: True. True. Like, like when you're like at the beach or like in the summertime, I've done it, like I'm like hammocking or whatever. And then it's like, ah, like I was in the shade and now I'm not, now I have to move everything. And it's not like that. Like as long as we are constantly turning to God each day, reading our Bible, staying in step with his spirit, like he, yeah like you said his shadow isn't going to move we're not gonna have to be like oh shoot now we have to do this now we have to change we have to move like he's always there it's us who often move right like we're we're shifting yeah we're the shifting shadow exactly like we we are anything but steadfast and unchanging yeah it's like constant up and downs with the with the human beings yeah yeah i've that's a i love james and that analogy is, and that verse is just one of my favorites Mm -hmm. because I struggle with change a lot. So when things all around me are changing, it is like one of probably my favorite attributes of God is that he is unchanging because that's been something that I've always struggled with like my whole life. Yeah. Um, And I think I always will to a a degree. I, I get better at it in certain circumstances and depending on what kind of change it is. um, But just that, yeah, I think, We, like, so take advantage of the fact that because it's become a steadfast thing, a constant, we're, like, oh, yeah, God is there. Great. Like, I can turn to him whenever. I can talk to him whenever I want. But because he never leaves, we're, like, because, you know, the whole phrase, like, you don't know what you have until it's gone. It's, like, well, as a Christian, God is never gone from, like, he's never far from me. Like so i take it like i take it for granted yeah because it's just right there all the time and so i this verse like always reminds me of his yeah his steadfastness yeah yeah
1: i also love that that verse is coupled with whatever is good and perfect is a gift Mm. coming down to us from the god our father who is who created all the lights in the heavens like it's not like that's together in one verse. Yeah. Like this faithful God who never changes. Yes. Is also the reason for everything good and perfect. Yeah. I just think it's a it's a beautiful. Yeah. It is truth that. Yeah. Paired is together. together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So true. Um, so then the third and final one, um, which is actually the one that I was learning about in Hebrews that sparked this idea, is um, the sh- a shadow of what is to come, mm-hmm. um, which. When I I know what that phrase means, like if someone's like, oh, it's a shadow of what's to come. But then when I think of the actual practical, like metaphor of it, I'm like, wait, how is like, I guess our shadows, if you picture your shadow, like on the floor, it's like an image of the real thing, but not actually the real thing. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's a shadow in a different sense than what we've been talking about before. Like in the previous two, it's more talking about like the shade of it, right? But this is like, oh, it's actual like a like it's an image, it's a depiction of one thing, but it's like only two dimensional. It's not real. You can't actually touch it. You can't. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just a shadow of something. I'm actually just like realizing this now as we're talking it through because the Bible talks about things being a shadow um, of what is to come, or like things in the Old Testament were a shadow of what is to come. Um, it's it's almost like a nah, foreshadowing. I'm just understanding now that that's why that's <laughs> called that. Wow, all that's, the connections. That's funny. I never thought about that before. With the word <laughs> foreshadowing being literally it's talking about a shadow. Yep. You ever have that where? there's a word or a name or something that's made up of like, some like two it's other a, things. It's a compound yeah, word. Yeah, to a degree. But sometimes there's other things and you don't, you just say it all together and you're so used to it in its context that you don't actually yeah. break it down and realize what it is. Yeah. Like the other day, I just need to give an example to make sure everyone's on the same track. Um, <laughs> the other day, I was um, preparing some stuff for Samaritan Purse's um, Christmas shoe boxes because mm-hmm. um, somehow we're already getting ready for Christmas. And I was like crazy. writing out Samaritan's Purse and I was like, it's literally t- like a Samaritan, like a good Samaritan in the Bible, their purse. So like the money, like the giving, I was like, what? Like my mind was blown. Am I the only one who's just figuring this out?
1: You never realized I never that clued before. into that because I
0: just say, oh, Samaritan purses. You know what I mean? Like you just say it all together and you don't think about what it actually means. Or at least I feel like I might be the only person who does this because it happens to me all the time where I'm like, that's what that like literally right now with foreshadowing
1: yeah it does happen to me okay i feel like just not in things like that okay
0: Makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, send so us,
1: send us your examples of yeah, happening. Yeah,
0: n- no, I actually want to hear them. Um, so, foreshadowing, it's like saying it's like a little image of it's a little sneak peek of what is to come, right? Yeah. Um, and so, Hebrews talks about this a lot. So, Hebrews 10 1 says, The law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. And we talked about this in the sacrifice episode as well, like mm-hmm. the law was just, like I said, like a two dimensional, like it wasn't, it didn't fulfill the actual purpose. It was just a momentary thing to prepare the people for what was to come. The yeah. law was to prepare them for Jesus coming, who would like fully fulfill Ultimately, the purpose yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. Which I just think is, is so cool that God is like, here's a shadow it's not perfect but it's just in the meantime because something better is coming because he could have just not given us a shadow at all and then just sprung everything on us all of a sudden but we would have been like what is going like they already were like what is going on when jesus came and said i'm here to fulfill the law they like already didn't understand it so the fact that he like does that and i think he does this like now in preparation for heaven as well like i think that there are things that we experience here on earth that are just shadows of what is to come um in the future in heaven and you even think about like our like i was reading about this the other day it was the verse of the day talking about um eternal life and i was saying like eternal is forever And it's not just when it's it's not just starting in heaven. It's like God has given us eternal life now. Like I have eternal life right now. That's not something I have to wait for for heaven. It will last in heaven and then forever afterwards. But I have eternal life now. So it's like my life here on earth isn't going to be perfect, but through Jesus, I can have abundant eternal life. Like I can, I can have a good life. And I say good in quotations because I mean godly good not human good right yeah yeah. so it's like yeah he just he prepares us for things that are going to come in heaven i think and one thing that i think is a shadow of heaven is um the sabbath um, and just taking that day and we really want to do like a full episode on the sabbath and we're still praying and asking that god would reveal to us how to do that because it's something that becky and i have both like learned a lot about and like studied a lot about, yeah. um, especially over COVID. Um, and yeah. I'm like quite passionate about talking about it and sharing about it with other people. So we really want to do a future episode about that. So also stay tuned for that yeah. as well. all um, of the stay tuned. All of the stay tuned. We have to write these things down or I'm going to forget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah like hebrews 8 5 also says they serve as a sanctuary that is a copy and a shadow of what is in heaven like these things that god is revealing to us now in yeah. like his earthly kingdom in preparation for like the kingdom of god and the heavenly kingdom um and i think we'll get into it more i'm i'm learning more about the sabbath and prep for this episode as well because there's some debate about like oh do we as christians living in the new covenant have to oh like abide by the sabbath like yep. is that still a law that we have to abide by and i want to do more research on that this this is one of those like this is it, why
1: we ha- want to take time and yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and I I like to be honest with you guys and be like, I don't have all the answers. And these are just like curiosities that I'm coming across because, um, Colossians 2, 16, 17 talks about the shadow again. Um, and it says, therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. So it's like interesting. It's referring to the Sabbath as something that was a shadow of what was to come, but has already come in mm. Christ. So there's like some debate there as whether, yeah. you know, it needs to be something that we continue to do right now. I'm still convicted and believe that a, like keeping a Sabbath is something that we need to do um or the very least i need to do i can only speak on behalf of myself and from what i have learned about sabbaths it's like it is a beautiful picture of what is to come because just briefly like a sabbath is you not only not working but delighting in god and the things that he has given you to delight in and worshiping him and that is literally what heaven's going to be it's going to be us worshiping god all the time yeah like i've heard people say before Like, oh, if you don't like worshiping him here now, like you're going to hate heaven and not that you're actually going to hate heaven because it's going to be perfect. But like that is our purpose when we go to heaven is to like, you know, as says in Revelation, just like singing holy, 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 like over and over and over again kind of thing. So I I do think that um, the Sabbath and as you learn more about it and just do it like just experience it um it really paints a beautiful picture and a shadow of what is to come because it's heaven will be perfect and no sabbath that you have here on earth will ever be perfect yeah yeah yep.
1: i keep mulling over this idea that i that i'm thinking Mm -hmm. and it it kind of relates but doesn't really so so enjoy this bunny trail (laughs) rabbit trail um Because we were talking about how like if you saw a person or whatever and you saw the shadow, the shadow Mm. is a reflection to not a reflection, but like to an an, image. Yeah. To a degree, an image of what is to come. And I was thinking about like almost in like in that scenario, you could kind of picture the person and the shadow to some degree. Right. And like that shadow. I don't, the cave. I don't know if this is going to make Keep sense. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. But like you see the person and the shadow. Right. Okay. Like
0: right now I'm picturing like you and I see you and I see your shadow. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Continue. Because I was
1: thinking like when I was younger, my, if the kitchen light was on in our mm-hmm. house, I always, and our bedroom was like at the end of the hall. Mm -hmm. So it would like shine a shadow. It would create a shadow. Right. Um, And I always saw the shadow before I saw the person. Mm. So the shadow would be the thing that I saw. And then the person was almost like the The thing to come. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. So I don't know if that's how maybe you were already thinking of it, but like that's how I thought about it in a, in a slightly different context of saying like, You see the shadow now, but you will be seeing what is to come. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. And it's one of those things where sometimes you do see someone before you see their shadow. But in this analogy, I think, yeah, like God is not giving us these shadows and then he's never going to reveal what the greater image is of it, you know? Yeah. not to get super philosophical, but like Plato had his idea of what was it called? The two realms or the two
1: philosophy the or the, t- the, the philosophy story of, of the caves or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was like called the two something, the two realms, the two worlds, the two, whatever realities, something or other. And it's like, and, and whenever I read about that, I think that he was like kind of on the right track, but not like fully because he was saying that he would picture like a cave and you could only see into the cave and you could see these things, but they were actually only shadows of like something that was behind it. And I'm like, I think to a degree, like that is the world that we live in. Like God's intent wasn't for us to have an imperfect world. It was supposed to be perfect. And so there are things in this world, like even analogies, If you think about it, an analogy almost is a shadow of the real thing. Like it's, it's, it's showing you an idea, but not perfectly of what, what is to come, what the real picture is. Right. Like we're, we're never going to fully understand God until we're in heaven. Maybe not even when we're in heaven, but when I experience love from my parents, that's a shadow of God's love because it's not perfect but it is given through God. Like any love yeah. shown to someone is from God because yeah. he is love. So he is that perfect image and we get a taste, we get we get the shadow of those things here on earth because thank the lord that he's gracious to us because we as sucky as life is sometimes it could be a whole lot worse like we could have no taste of those perfect amazing things but we get to experience that because as christians we do experience eternal life right now we don't have to wait for it you know yeah
1: Yep. i think this this like these types of things are just like so cool to think about Like, I feel like I could just like, I know, dwell on them and mull them over for so long. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's so interesting.
0: And I'm actually like, again, God's cool because like, we prayed a lot before this because we weren't feeling it like tonight. (laughs) And I'm still tired right now, but I'm like, my mind is kind of blown as to the things that I, that God has revealed as I'm a verbal processor. So I learn a lot just by talking to you guys about this stuff and just thinking about like, Oh, like challenging myself to think about the things that I get to experience in this world that are shadows and like take time to thank God that you know what I mean? Like just things like, Oh, the love that I experience from someone like, thank you God that I get to experience that. And for, Like, and not everyone's experience is the same because I always think of like my dad being a great example of a father. So I have a good idea of God as my heavenly father, right? Not everyone has that. Everyone's going to have different things um, that they, that God has given to them that are shadows of what is to come if you are a believer. So I would just say like, I don't know, take a moment this week to think about the things that god has shown you and that you've experienced that aren't perfect but
1: are a, shadow.
0: are a shadow of his perfection yeah yeah
1: it's a good challenge
0: it's cool i love analogies yeah. so much we're
1: that's just gonna under. change the title instead of metaphorically speaking we're just gonna say shadow episode
0: because it. yeah
1: it's just, that's yep. just what we're doing shadow
0: analogy metaphor there's all the words for it
1: Executive decision. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> You've <have> been overridden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. That's awesome. Well,
0: that, that's cool. Thank I you, Lord. L- yeah, I learned lots. I hope you guys did, too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, after seeing him,
1: we pray that you go and, and make, make him
0: known. known.